Hello, it's Tina Anderson with Battleground Fitness, and this is show number 24 of my Get Fit, Stay Healthy podcast, a program dedicated to innovative, user-friendly, action-oriented, and results-tested information you can start using immediately. Back in October of 2009, I did a podcast on flow, and just last month, we talked about easy ways to stay renewed and rejuvenated. As a follow-up, we're going to stay in that vein and talk about something we all deal with, mental roadblocks and self-sabotaging. And to do that, I have invited a good friend of mine to join me in studio and answer a few questions about this subject. Rachel Cadden is a neuro-linguistics practitioner and mindset coach, so That sounds like a big deal to me, so you know she's got a lot of good information. So why is it that we actually become our own worst enemy? You know what I'm talking about. We do things to curtail our success or progress. We know certain actions and thoughts are unhealthy or damaging. We know the path we're about to take is not good, but we take it anyway. We self-sabotage, and I believe we do a lot of that with our own mental roadblocks. Thoughts turn into actions or thoughts that prevent actions. It's part of that battle to get fit and stay healthy, and I believe it's a huge part of our success. Now, Rachel, I guess one could actually break these into two separate topics, but let's try to group them together and talk about them interchangeably. What comes first, some sort of mental roadblock or the self-sabotaging, or do they happen together? It's a great question, Tina, and it's it's great to be here with your listeners. And basically, it's you know it could go either way, but where what it stems from is our thought process and the old pictures that we hold in our mind from the past. And as a neuro linguistics practitioner, say that five times fast, right? Basically, all that is is a fancy word for understanding language and how it relates to our limited beliefs. So along that lines. If I were to say to you and your listeners, um, think of Mickey Mouse, each one of you would have a different picture of Mickey Mouse and what that would look like for you. Well, it's the same thing with our thoughts and our words and our beliefs. So basically, a lot of what we have that are our so-called mental blocks or self-sabotaging are based on old belief systems and old pictures and old thoughts that we have that are even unconscious and are actually driving us. Um, So that's kind of where it stems from. Okay, and I think we all sort of can take that in, but why do we do this? We know better, and yet we continue to do it. That's another great question. And exactly, we, it, regardless of how much will or intention or desire we have to do something, there's times when we just don't do it. And the reason is it stems back to those old pictures and those old thoughts and those old mindsets. And there's a few things that we can do as individuals, and it really does start with um, having awareness. A lot of times what we tend to do, especially nowadays in our fast-paced age, is we just want the answer now. We're looking for the quick fix, and we tend to look for it outside, when actually it's inside. So one of the things that we can do is to begin to be aware of the way we think about things. And a lot of times that'll come up in certain circumstances. It's becoming aware of the way that we think. So that's part of the recognition. Is there a way to arrest the thoughts or change them? Or so what do we do once we know they're there? Yeah, you can arrest them. I would get your handcuffs out. <laughs> no, absolutely. I mean, first, obviously, when you acknowledge the thought and you, you are aware of the thought, the first thing you want to do is become curious about it and not have any judgment. 
particularly women tend to do this. We tend to beat ourselves up over certain things, especially when it relates to weight or fitness or how we feel and look, but men as well. And so really the first thing to do is in that awareness, then just begin to ask yourself in a curious way, is that true? Because chances are it's not. We tend to be so tied to the thought and actually believe it when it's actually not true. For instance, I'll give a great example. What if I told you that the sky is not actually blue, it's purple. So your whole life, you believed that it was blue, but I'm gonna tell you, you were lied to or that it's not the truth, it's actually purple. And just sort of notice where you your mind goes and how it, it almost combats the absurdity of that thought. It's the same thing with our thoughts. A lot of times they'll be sort of like, well, no, I can't do it, or no, that's impossible, or I could never be that, or I could never become that. And the first thing we do is go, well, is that true? And the truth is, it's probably not true. I think you kind of see the direction that I'm going here. So the next thought would be to get, actually give yourself a new experience by actually trying it or doing it or even just thinking differently. And this comes by practice. It's not going to happen overnight. And it, it doesn't really necessarily have much to do with positive affirmations being like when you stand in the mirror and tell yourself how good you are, because a lot of times that sort of inner voice, that back voice, that old picture says, yeah, right. So we want to get to the more unconscious thoughts. And what happens is as you start to do that, it's like an onion. You'll start to layer down into the deeper thoughts. Another thing that you can do is visualization and creating a new picture. If you can't come up with a new picture of what you want to do, become, achieve, then you can find a picture and take 30 seconds, stare at it, then close your eyes and visualize feeling that feeling of how it is to be, do, and accomplish whatever it is that you're thinking. So it's really about, after the awareness, replacing it and taking the personal responsibility of changing the way you think rather than so you no longer have the luxury of blaming the outside or blaming on circumstances you now take your own personal responsibility and make those changes and that's where true transformation comes from and unhooking those roadblocks if you will. Okay, so good example. So for instance, I know where I could get into trouble. Let's say it's the grocery store, I'm hungry and I go down an aisle. I feel like it's down to even sometimes, Rachel, where someone knows better. Like if I buy that box of kind of sugar cereal, because I'm gonna have one bowl, I know I'm not. But yet there's that moment there where I, maybe I do buy it, I take it home, I know better. Is this the same sort of thing you're talking about? Is it is it basically down the same vein of actions that we take that we know better? Is there a way to stop at that point and say, do something with my thought process to create a better situation and a better outcome? It's actually a great example because you've just really lined it up to where I can I can really sort of paint a picture for everyone. It comes down to choice and personal responsibility. So when you begin to think, you know, well, what can I do to stop this? And, you know, I know I shouldn't, um, then don't. It really is as simple as that. We're, we're so often we're looking for the outside for answers. And it really is about making a choice and taking responsibility. So much of self-help today is a lot of outward, but really where true transformation happens and really unlocking those mental roadblocks and moving beyond self-sabotaging is taking that personal responsibility and saying, you know what, this is who I I want to be. This is what I want to accomplish. Does this choice facilitate that? And if it doesn't, you make a choice not to. Now, does that mean that you're not going to have that inner struggle? Absolutely not. It'll probably inside of you, everything will yell out at you. 
get the box of cereal but you have you have that choice and you get to be curious about that and even come to a place of even laughing going wow isn't that interesting because what will also happen is as you make that choice and you move forward in the direction of who you want to become the goals that you've set for yourself you know the higher purpose that you have and, and that you're moving towards you'll actually your body and your actions will begin to respond to that the key is personal responsibility and where the action you can take is choice. Nobody is forcing you to reach out and take that box. It's up to you. And what you have to do is keep the greater goal in mind of, of who you want to be and who you want to become. So if I want to be this amazing communicator and facilitator and influence, I'm going to start to make choices and take steps and actions to become that. And that might mean not doing some of the things that I used to enjoy doing or going to a ball game and yelling my lungs out because I have to preserve my voice. So sometimes there's sacrifices that are made, but it's so much more rewarding when you when you start to reach for and move towards that sort of greater goal, because then what what the bar was set maybe super high up here, all of a sudden you're functioning at that level and then you get to raise it once again. So it comes down to choice and taking that personal responsibility. Okay, so what it appears to be, really, it's very simple. If you have a thought come up that is destructive, if it's a pattern, you simply have to be aware of it and then you just have to say, I'm not going to do it anymore. (laughs) It seems pretty simple. I think that's what we're hearing from Rachel and I think we could all do that. Certainly, take little steps. So, When we think about things, you know, if we're using the term self-sabotage or whatever term you want to use, when you create situations that you know aren't going to be good for you, it sounds to me like one of the first steps is to become aware of it, take a quick second, and realize, oh my goodness, here I am. Because it sounds like awareness would be one of the main things, Rachel. Are there a couple other things that come to mind? Absolutely. And, you know, and it is it is simple. We've oversimplified things. We're looking on the outside for things to help us when actually everything that we need to do whatever it is that our heart desires or we're setting out to do is already inside us. So everything that you need is already inside. What's really important is when we begin to practice the skill of awareness, we start to quiet the self-banter long enough to hear the answers inside of what we really actually need to do. Because the truth is, we know what to do. Let's relate it to diet and exercise. We know what to do. We just don't do it. And the reason we don't do it is we haven't made that choice. It's not always the easiest, but what happens is you, as you start accelerating your life in that direction, you start building that momentum and that force and you become that person. So it really is that simple. So and then just knowing that everything that you need is already inside. Obviously, to have a vision and, and to have a goal, you need an outside structure. So if you want to get fit, you need to exercise and eat right. But it's, it's already within. And I think if we let go of trying to find the answers without, we'll definitely move more in that direction. Okay, excellent. Thank you, Rachel. Many things for you guys to think about. And it's so simple. So let's take it down, which is why I love doing this podcast, because it should be simple. We don't want to complicate things. So think about it. You have your awareness next time that you go to do something you've done before and you're going to get the same results which you don't want then you need to take a step back and it's that simple just to make a little change which can snowball into so much more good stuff here rachel how can my listeners find you verveenterprises.com and i'm going to spell that because i know it's pretty long it's v-e-r-v-e enterprises e-n-t-e-r-p-r-i-s-e-s.com You can also find me on Facebook. And obviously, a lot of what I've talked about is pretty general. 
if an individual can just take these few steps and really open up their mind and open up their heart to be able to let go of their story. And if it's not working and no longer serves a purpose, then let it go. And that's what you also, I think part of it too, just as an afterthought is, is really look at what's not no longer serving a purpose, what's no longer effective in your life, and then just be willing to let it go. And that could also include the stories you've been telling yourself. It's the, those old pictures and the old ways of thinking that you just put back into play over and over again. It's like, I guess, being at a baseball game and the coach puts in the wrong play over and over again, doesn't score any points. The same thing. So makes a lot of sense. Hey, by the way, my Battleground Fitness website will be live very soon where you can find a link to Rachel as well. And in fact, depending on when you hear this, it may already be up. So look for it, battlegroundfitness.com. Hey, next month, I have never talked about this, but I am going to diet pills. Ooh, diet pills. What do they do? What are they supposed to do? Do they work? Are any of them worth it? Are they dangerous? I actually tested some over the holidays. I wanted to try them myself so I could give you my experience. So please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss that podcast or any others. Until then, make good choices. Set appropriate boundaries. Spread some good vibrations in the world. Find something to laugh about every day, and please manage your stress before it manages you. This is Tina Anderson with Battleground Fitness and Get Fit Stay Healthy asking you to do the same.